We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten it's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow Doobie doobie doo It's beginning to look a lot like Back in on a Thursday along with Bob Vesco, I'm Josh Klingler. Brian Williams, B-Dub, producing and as our musical director. Chiefs face the uh, the Seahawks coming up on a Saturday noon on 106.5 The Wolf. I only know I I pay attention. I only know one person has played for both the Seahawks and the Chiefs. Warren Moon. I think. Yeah. yeah I don't know. This, so I, I don't think, think there's anybody else in the history the only, of the league that's ever played for as, both teams. As right? far as we've checked, anybody that we care about. Anyway. Warren, you're the only one that's ever played for both teams. So why not check in? Good morning. <laughs> I don't think that's true. If you go back in your history, I'm sure you'll find some others. But uh, I did play for the Chiefs and I did play for the Seattle Seahawks and enjoyed both experiences. So well, why why ruin a good story with facts, though, Warren? <laughs> I mean, come on now. <laughs> Isn't that what we're about today? Analytics and facts and numbers and all that crap? Some some as people little, are as little as, as possible. Little as possible, my man. <laughs> you know that. I, I, I'm not into that kind of crap. What would you do if you were playing today and they, they planted a binder in your lap and said, here's the DVOA study this. What would you say? I say let's go play football and uh, we'll make the decisions as the game goes along. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. I, I'm totally with you on that one. Um, you I want to go with the feel of the game, you know. Yeah, at times we lose all that because some nerd is telling you what to do up in a press box. But anyway, that's another conversation for another day, I guess. Um, I want to talk to you about that rain game. We were talking about that with Dan Israel, the uh, producer, uh, director, uh, head honcho for the Chiefs radio network, and he was reminiscing about that '98 game. In the rain. Yeah. Now, you obviously didn't play a whole ton in that game, but you were there. What was that like being on the field At during Lake, Lake Arrowhead, Lake Arrowhead that day? Yeah. It was definitely Lake Arrowhead, and uh, I've never seen rain come down that hard, especially in a football game. And you just really couldn't operate out there. Um, and I broke my ribs like two plays before the uh, the game was, was suspended for halftime. Uh, because of the weather and, and then halftime, of course. And then once I went in the locker room, um, I just really stiffened up. I couldn't even t- twist my torso in the second half to go out and try and throw. So they took me out of the game uh, because of that. And uh, Donnie Edwards is the one that, that, that broke my ribs. Uh, it was like the second to the last play before we were going to break for halftime. And uh, I didn't want I, – I fumbled a snap 
And then I picked the ball up and I didn't want to hit the ground because it was like a, almost a foot of water and I didn't want to fall in. So I just kind of braced myself and all these guys hit me from all different directions. And then Donnie hit me from the back up under my pad and that's what broke my ribs. So, uh, I thank Donnie Edwards for that, and he apologizes to me every time he sees me to this day. <laughs> I was going to ask you, is there, like, payback? Like, now when you see him, you, like, punch him in the side and hope that like, you break one of his ribs? No, it's part of the game, but uh, he, he's been, uh, you know, he was very uh, apologetic about it, especially when I became a teammate of his, and uh, he told me he didn't mean to do that. And, and he, like I said, it's that, that was uh, back in 19, what, uh, 99 or something? 98, no, I think it was, yeah. yeah. And here it is uh, 24 years later, and he's still apologizing to me about it. So <laughs> Good, he means he it. He felt bad. Yeah, he means it at this point. Was the, uh, was the, the visiting locker room uh, flooded like the home locker room was that night? No, we had no problems in our locker room, but um, the rain was just so hard. We were more of a passing team, so we couldn't get anything going. Neither team really could. And then in the second half, of course, it stopped raining at halftime, and it was completely uh, completely dry. The storm went over, and you could operate. And then the Chiefs ended up beating us in the second half, uh, basically because definitely I, because I didn't want to – I mean, I couldn't play. And then, you know, we had to go to our backup quarterback who was ice cold and uh, – it, it was uh, not the game that we thought it was going to be when we went there. What was that rivalry like? Because, I mean, a lot of people, you don't realize because it's been 20 years, the Seahawks used to be in the division in the AFC West with, with the Chiefs. What was the Chiefs-Seahawks rivalry like? Was there even one back then? I don't know if it was a rivalry, but it was a divisional game, and divisional games always brought on a little bit more um, intensity. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you definitely knew a lot more about your opponent because you played them twice a year. You knew a lot about – your uh, the personnel that, that the Chiefs had and all that, so that part of it was always tough. Whenever you play any divisional games, with whatever your division you're in, is going to be a little bit tougher game. But I don't think there was a big rivalry. I think our rivalry was more either against the Raiders at that time or the San Diego Chargers. Talk with Warren Moon, the Hall of Famer here on 610 Sports also, Radio. Also, please stop texting into the show of other Seahawks yeah. slash Chiefs. We were joking. Good Lord, man. People on the text line today have been just <laughs> insane. Um, how, well, how, actually, you guys are forgetting about Dave Craig. Frank but, Quiet, yes, we know. know. We're just having some fun. We're joking. Everybody wants to be right, you know? That's exactly right. <laughs> no doubt. How do you view this Chiefs team heading into the playoffs, Warren? You know, they're having a really good season, uh, and I think everybody expected that. Uh, it was a little bit of uncertainty of what was going to happen after, uh, you know, losing a real good player at the wide receiver spot. But, you know, Patrick has shown that he's spreading the ball around to a lot of different people. And I remember at one point in the season I was doing an interview on the Chiefs, and he had thrown touchdown passes to 10 different receivers. So he's spreading the ball around to a lot of different people, something that people didn't think he could do. And uh, he's really showing why he's one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the league. I think this team is just waiting for the playoffs. I think they're just kind of skating through right now. They're winning games, but they're not playing great football. They're playing good enough to win. I just think they're looking forward to the playoffs again. I think they're going to take their game up to another level. And, uh, and, and that's when we're going to really see the, the true Chiefs football team because right now, you know, they get out to these big leads and then they give them up or, or they're playing tough games like they did against the Texans last week and, and going to overtime, but they still win the game. So they're doing what they need to do in order to stay at the top of the division and in, in top of the conference. 
but I think they're really just waiting for those playoffs to start before they ramp their game up again. Do you, do you think that, and, and you can speak because you obviously played, but do guys get like, if, if you're 11 and three, are you bored this time of the year, just kind of killing time to the playoffs? You know, they're not bored, bored because they know that they would love to have the, uh, the number one overall seed. So they have to keep winning in order to hopefully uh, Buffalo, you know, gets knocked off and, and then they, uh, they they slip up to that number one spot because you'd love to have that bye if you can. But I just don't think the intensity is there the, the way you want it in this team. Uh, I think when they come out of the locker room, they know what they have to do. They know what they have to get done, and they go out and get it done. They win football games, like I said. But I think the intensity is not there yet. And I think it will, it will really come up. This is a team that's won seven seven straight AFC West championships and uh, they're used to going to the playoffs, and I think that's what they're looking forward to right now. With three weeks, three games remaining, um, does that provide time to to ramp up, get better? If you don't waste, if you don't waste that time, I guess. Well, again, they're going to play good enough to win right now. Um, you know, and you never know; they might try and rest some people the last week or so just to get ready for the playoffs, especially if they have to have a, a playoff game that first week. So I think a lot of it's going to be determined what happens here in the next two weeks, how they play and if they win these games and, uh, and then how they win these games. But I really think this team is, is primed to get going to the playoffs and, and play much more better football. And, and uh, I think they really want that, uh, that Super Bowl. They want that second Super Bowl. And I think it's going to, it'll come once they get into the playoffs and they, and they really ramp up their, uh, their intensity and, and execution and all those different things that go along with winning football games. You ever hold for a kick before? You know, I did in college. Um, it's not the easiest thing in the world, and, and kickers are so uh, finicky that you have to have the ball basically just the way they want it all the time, or they end up maybe missing a fi- missing a kick or or uh, almost almost not uh, making a kick, that type of thing. So. I didn't. I didn't like holding because of that. That reason, I always had to be perfect, and I didn't know if I was going to always be perfect. So, I stopped holding. And plus, I was a starting quarterback, and I didn't want anybody to run into me, and I ended up getting hurt or something like that as, as a holder. Usually, you see the backup quarterback doing that. But uh, like I said, kickers like the ball a certain way. Some of them like the laces right in front where they kick the laces. Some of them like the laces spent uh, completely around. It just all depends on the kicker. And that has a lot to do with if he's successful or not. So I didn't want that extra pressure on me because I already had enough playing quarterback. Warren Moon joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, played and, and covered the, the Seahawks for a number of years as well. Uh, when the offseason happened and, and Russell Wilson was sent on to Denver, I don't think there's a lot of expectations for, for Seattle, but they seemingly thrived in it. Were you absolutely surprised that that happened? You know, the only thing I was concerned about was the quarterback position. What was going to happen there with either Drew Locke or uh, Geno Smith? And Geno really stepped his game up. Uh, he's played excellent football this year. I think the, the last couple of games um, haven't been some of his best because they don't have the running game that they had early in the game, early in the season, excuse me, and, and they need more balance on their offense. And all the running backs were hurt. At one, one point, they had to bring a guy from the practice squad in order to play running back. So, I think if they can get their running back up, running back 
uh, game up to speed, and then their defense has got to play better as far as stopping the run, I think this team can maybe get into the playoffs. But they're going to have a tough road because they got three tough games to finish the season. But Geno has been the big surprise this year, and uh, they needed that, you know, losing a Russell Wilson. You, you want to know who your quarterback is going to be when you lose a franchise-type quarterback, and Geno's really stepped up. Did you realize Russell Wilson was as bad as football as he showed this year? I mean, like, how, how did the, the Seahawks hide all that and pull off that heist of Denver? You know, part of uh, what's going on with Russell is he's not the type of quarterback that he thinks he can be. He wants to be a pocket passer quarterback, and he's not that. What made him special in in, uh, Seattle was getting out on the edges, making plays with his legs, um, getting outside the pocket, uh, bootlegs, waggles, things like that, where he can, uh, you know, see what he's uh, looking at. He's he's only about five ten, so he's not a guy that can sit in the pocket and, and and make things happen, play after play after play, because he just can't see a certain part of the field, especially down the middle. So they need to get back to getting him more on the move, getting him more on the edges, and letting him throw the ball outside of the pocket where he makes uh, special plays. But he wants to be this drop-back type passer, and he's not that. So once he realizes he can't do that, he needs to go back to doing what got him to where he is right now with Denver with a $250 million contract. I, I want to be 6'2 and ripped, and I'm not getting there either. So sometimes you just got to deal with your lot. <laughs> you got you to gotta deal with who you are and what made you who you are, and he's got to get back to that. No doubt, man. Well, you have a wonderful holiday season. Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy the new year, and we'll see you when you get back into town soon. All right, guys, same to you. Uh, Happy New Year and uh, Merry Christmas and uh, be safe out there, all right? You got it, my man. That's Warren Moon, the Hall of Famer. Thanks for coming on today and joining us, talking a little Seahawks and uh, a little um, Chiefs football. But the Russell Wilson stuff, very interesting. Trying to be something that you're not, that's when you get in trouble. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I got to, we have time to tell a quick story. We'll do it on the other side about a football coach who got mocked for something, but it's some of the best advice after hearing that story. Okay, we'll get to that next. Listening to the home of what we learned with Billy Coons. Legend Ball, he's an expert on the city of St. Louis, but he says the people are rude and hateful and they suck. Fridays at 9.50 on Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. blowing snow now they've kind of dialed back to the weather bingo haven't they well because it's not really snowing all that much anymore it's cold out and there's wind uh, my favorite one of the day today and somebody did tweet us the the photo of this like I think, there's I not think, i can still see the grass i think beat up beat up and saw this one earlier where the guy has the frozen pair of pants the frozen jeans on the on the deck of the parking lot yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty good. That's good. What That's does that try to tell us? Today. It's cold out. Yeah, it's cold outside. If you if you if you wet yourself, yeah, it's gonna freeze. I think that's what it's, what they're telling you. Uh, but one of our listeners at Mutiny Thirty Two had tweeted uh, the TV snowstorm bingo that we've been playing today. Um, such things as uh, warned to stay off roads. Uh, oh, that's happened. Reporter with shovel. Mm-hmm. Um, reporter in station parking lot. That's happened multiple times. We even had reporter at Salt Pile. That was good. Um, statement from city or state official. We've done that. Mm. Multiple meteorologists in one camera shot. Yep. yep saw that, that today. That was early. Definitely. That was one of the first. Uh, weather person staring at computer screen. I do like that one, too. <laughs> yeah. Where that's they're, good. They're, they're kind of pounding on pounding the keys. Away, while yeah. And you got to close all your windows because they're looking. Like I like the best one I like the is, is the is the one meteorologist at the screen, the second one at the computer, because then you know it's it's, it's tag it's team, serious. it's double coverage. Yeah, it's super serious. Yeah. Um, interview plow guy. I have not seen that yet. I've seen following plow mm-hmm. in news vehicle with dash cam on. I've seen that one, but I have not seen interview plow guy. So we're we're getting through most of these today, but but not quite all. So we'll continue to play a little. You can play along as well. Uh, TV snowstorm bingo. You can follow our social media channels at 610 Sports KC. I know we uh, tweeted it out from there mm-hmm. to, uh, to to play along today. Yeah. I wanted to t- touch on something that Warren was talking about. Hall of Fame. Good, because I was Moon. afraid I was going to have to remind you of your take. No, no, I no. I actually your, I wrote it down. Okay, good. No, okay. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nope. Wrote it down. Yes. Wrote it down. Um, so he said Russell Wilson, the reason he's failing this year is because he's trying to do something that he's not capable of doing, and that's trying to be this pocket passer when he's really not a pocket passer. And I thought that was that was astute observation from, from Warren. Played the game for you know, a million years and was in the Hall of Fame. He knows what he's talking about. And it reminded me of a friend of the show, Matt Nagy. And, and one, when Matt got hired in Chicago, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn on this. I think he may have said this on the airways. Like, his, his nervous Too before late. his press conference, right? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> right? And, and he's going into his press conference, and he's got his family there. And, and, you know, they're kind of talking. And his son looks at him and goes, hey, Dad, just be you. Right? Be you. And for the four years that he was the head coach of the Bears, he had BU written on his um, play sheet. 
And the idiots in Chicago mocked him because they didn't know the backstory. I'm mean, get learn the backstory and understand what it is. And they were mocking Matt, you know, for having this BU written on his play sheet every week, right? These guys hold up these menus and you can see BU is written on there. He had it written on there because his son told him that the day he got the job nice for the Bears. Yeah. It's a great story, yeah, right? It's awesome. It's awesome. You're like, all right, I love that story, right? Loves his kid. You know, kid tells him, Hey, Dad, be you. You're gonna be okay, right? So he Told his dad to be Mike Mustakis. That's right. He told him to be Mike okay, Mustakis. Exactly. Exactly. He goes, no, you be you. Be you. That's good. That's good. It's good. Uh, it's good advice. It, it's good advice for everybody because I think when people fail at life or what they do for a living or whatever it is, they try to be something they're not. I think everybody's been in that situation. Sometimes you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole or whatnot. So. For, for Warren to point that out about Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson has to understand that if he wants to have success in this league anymore and wants to continue to play at a high level in this league, then he has to do what he does well, and he can't be doing things that he's not capable of doing. And like I said, I'd love to be 6'2 and a ripped Adonis. Not getting there, right? I'm a ripped Adonis, but I'm not 6'2". Uh, but I, I, Are I, you? No, not really, no. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's, that's when athletes and, and really everybody falls into trouble is when they try to do something that they're just not capable of doing. And if Russell Wilson, but you also have to acknowledge that you're there. He's not even close to that. You know what I mean? Like he thought he, he could be this in Seattle, which was the clash with Pete Carroll. Yeah. And then they moved him on and he's still trying to do that. Right. You know, so he's not even anywhere close to the acceptance stage of the whole thing, right? Yeah. He's the problem. He's completely the problem is yeah. I think Pete Carroll was legitimately trying. I don't think he was being the, well, I know more than you and I'm the coach and I'm going to win. Mm -hmm. If you, again, if you read that lengthy, I think it was ESPN or I don't remember which publication had the long, like here's what went, went wrong in Seattle. That's what it was, right? It was their coaches thought, they should be playing this particular way. Russell didn't want to do it. Didn't want to do it. And what they thought made him successful and made the team successful, he didn't want to do it anymore. A lot of times your 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 people know more than and you so do. So they so they they moved him on. And it sounds like right now that that's the the push pull of that is probably happening in Denver right. too. Or they're just playing the way he wants to play and it's not working. Right. Yep. Exactly. And and I think it, until he realizes that and has that you know come to Jesus meeting with himself. He's going to continue to fail out there in Denver. And that's why when everybody's looking at Nathaniel Hackett, Chiefs fan Nathaniel Hackett coaching the Broncos right now, and they want him gone. I'd love to know what Nathaniel Hackett is truly dealing with out there in Denver, right? Is he dealing with a malcontent? Is he dealing with an insubordinate employee? Sure as hell sounds like it. And Nathaniel Hackett's so they've good. also they've they've also they've allowed also it. allowed it. They gave him the office. They gave him all this stuff. Yeah. They they kowtowed to him, and he stinks. And Nathaniel Hackett ultimately is going to lose his job because of it. But yep. at the end of the day, is it really Nathaniel Hackett's fault, or is it Russell Wilson? Well, he didn't sign not him. be willing to play well with others. He didn't sign him to the contract. You know what I mean? Like, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, did, yeah no, he did he's not. Yeah. Had to 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 live with it. Could he had a say in the office thing and the distance that he's put himself seemingly from his teammates that we've been told that negotiated into the contract though Josh. may have been may have been before before he ever even stepped in the building right you know, like, it was already a done deal and this is what's going to happen wow, right wow but nathaniel hack was hired before they got russell no but i mean the the, the discussions with yeah right russell like before russell ever stepped in the building he may not have had any mm -hmm. you know Right, he had no say. Couldn't have done anything about it's it. It's not Andy Reid we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about a you know a coach who's happy to have a job. Yeah. Sure, give Russell whatever he wants. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't listen. 
doesn't play well with others, doesn't listen to his bosses. Ooh. Not exactly an ideal employee. Not going to go over all that well? Yeah. So I, I, you know, I do. I feel bad for Nathaniel Hackett at the end of the day because he's going to get bounced and they're really he had no say in anything. Uh, from the text line, playing along with the uh, TV, uh, bing, TV uh, weather uh, bingo card today, someone said, I'm, I'm sad it's not going to happen today, but the reporter with the yardstick is always my favorite. It I'm with is, you, too. Yeah. It's not enough, not enough snow for it to happen today. Just not going to get the Barely yardstick snowing out Someone wants anymore. to know, is there a spot on the board for a snot, mush, snot mustache? No. I don't, I don't know. Have we seen that today? I have not seen have a snot, the mustache. snot mustache. I have not seen the reporter in the field today? No. Uh-uh. Mm. Are many reporters sporting a mustache I don't anymore? know. Or at least, you know, the just the snot running down. Yeah, that in their face. <laughs> the winter snot, yeah. snottiness. No, I've not seen that today. But, uh, yeah, we could add that. There's a lot of free spaces on this board that will uh, still happen. Uh, what if I told you the Mets were spending five times what the Royals are? Ooh, we'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. TV bingo. I love when we cover the Kansas side. And then we cover the Missouri side. And sometimes it's the same driver. Could you like, like they're close to Missouri now where they are. They're headed northbound I-35, you know, right before they get to downtown. Do you think they'll switch the graphic when they cross the state line? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll stick with it long enough to get us to Missouri? That would be good because then you could have the graphic like, yeah, change, just change as, as it goes. You know how the speed limit changes in your car now when you pass the speed limit sign? It knows right away. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this does the same thing. I like it. News van out here about passing people, though. I don't think that's very safe. If you're going to be out there advocating for safe driving, you can't be flooring it past people and changing yeah, probably just lanes. cut that person off right it's there. Just cut that dude off. Yeah, I would imagine. That's not a spot on the bingo card, is it? News and, van cuts and off And there was one right earlier. I thought they may have been a little too close to the snowplow, too. Yeah. You're supposed to back off from the snowplows, yeah. right? Yeah, you got to be and 500 them, feet. Let them do their job. If if the dash cam's, like, right right there, uh, I don't know. If, you, if the dash close. cam is giving the plow a colonoscopy, you got to back up. You might, you, might need to, you might need to back up. You may need to back up. Whatever happened to that guy? Him and Ned he hanging out? Yeah, they're both locked into the farm. Yeah, I haven't heard from either, really. Friday, January 13th, join us at Cinderblock Brewing in North Kansas City. We are going to tap the playoff Pilsner starting at 6. Come tap out that keg. For the, uh, for the party at Cinderblock, it was a blast a se- uh, season ago. Come back again if you've been there before. If not, come join us. We'll have a bunch of fun. Uh, Friday, January 13th, 6 o'clock, we'll tap the playoff Pilsner to get set for the postseason at Cinderblock Brewing in North Kansas City. Not even a knock on the Royals at all. No, this has nothing to do with the Royals. It's just the it's just baseball. The Mets are going right now spending five times as much as the Royals are in their payroll. Five times. You know what the Chiefs are spending as compared to the Bills? The same. <laughs> Right? 
They're all oh, spending, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, all spending yeah, the same yeah. amount. Everybody's spending the same amount of money. Spending the same amount of money. The other thing is the Chiefs payroll, the Bills payroll, NFL payrolls are essentially the same as well everybody but the Mets in baseball. And they got twice as many people. Mm-hmm. Right, the salary cap in the NFL say get a cool two twenty. The Mets are like. <laughs> We got five bills on this one. $502 million. Five large. According to SpotRack. Uh, the top 12 teams in baseball are all spending $200 million or more. That's insane. Remember when the Yankees hit $200 million and everybody thought that was nuts? Now the Mets are at five. The Royals are 26 at $103 million. Oh, God. Five times what the, uh, the Royals are spending this upcoming season. How is that? How does that work other than anybody for the Mets? <laughs> if you've got those those dollar figures, it's crazy. It just it doesn't work when you're trying to have a sport that is embraced by all. Now, if there is a, a hope, a pseudo silver lining, a second in, in, in baseball are the Yankees at $310 million. Right. Right? Right. They're outspent. The Mets, though, are outspending the Yankees by two hundred million dollars. Josh, yes, yes they've blown past them. Hal Steinbrenner, and they're outspending the Padres by twice as much. Right? Yeah. Number the three Padres is two fifty one. The Mets are spending five hundred two. They literally doubled up the Padres. The third highest spending. Team. Right. And we're not talking one hundred to two hundred million. We're talking two fifty to five hundred two. Hal Steinbrenner, owner of the Yankees, again the second highest spending team in baseball. Uh huh. Sounds like he's closer to our side than I ever thought he might be. Well, I will, I will say this. First of all, and I said this in March, it's great to have two great New York teams, and we're both going to be great this year. And we were great teams last year, just didn't work out for different reasons. Um, but um, I, just, I just think it's great for the city and, and great for the fans. Um, I was joking with somebody uh, previously that, you know, 10 years ago, you'd always hear me say you shouldn't have to have a $200 million payroll to win a championship. Well, I've modified that slightly to you shouldn't have to have a $300 million payroll to win a championship because most teams don't. The Astros didn't. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's something I think it's something to be looked at. Um, another thing I said in March, which I truly believe is every fan of every team, nobody should have to go to spring training thinking their team has no chance of making the playoffs. Hmm. I mean, that's just not good for the game. And that's why, you know, all the owners have worked on competitive balance the last 10 years and why I think competitive balance is considerably better than it was 10 or 15 years ago. If you look at the teams that are in the playoffs or that win their division. I like the, the end part of that. Mm, I love it. No team should have to go to spring training knowing they're out of it. Which is three quarters of baseball. Okay, so let's do, the quarter of baseball can say they're competing this year. So let's do something about it. <laughs> right. something and, about and it. I think they are. And, yeah. and I told you for, for the last month or so that I've been hearing sort of rumblings that Hal Steinbrenner is even to the point of like, all right, we got to figure and, something out. And I think out. that's good. That That's the top of the food chain. Right. Saying, this might not be good for the game. Not good for the game. And oh, and and I, and I believe that had COVID, I would agree with you. <laughs> had COVID not happened, baseball would have been shut down. And we would have had a drastic, radical change in the way that they do business however comma covid changed a lot of things for everybody right lost a lot of money in baseball in sports and life in 2020 couldn't do it couldn't stomach shutting the game down i think in five years if we manage to not get into another you know 100 year pandemic um and and whatnot i think there's going to be more of an appetite on the owner side of things to say we're locking you out and we're not opening the doors until we get 
an even playing field. Because right now, unless you're a fan of the Yankees, the Mets, the Dodgers, the Rangers, the Phillies, the Padres, and the Giants, who the hell has a chance in Major League Baseball to win? That's seven teams. And I and I put the Giants in there loosely. They were in on the bidding. They didn't they really were, land anybody. They were willing to spend a whole bunch they, this they year. Were, yeah. They were willing to. I put them in there loosely now because they didn't get anybody. But you're talking seven of 28, Josh. That's a quarter of Major League Baseball has an opportunity to win. Now, I'd love everybody to be Steve Cohen as an owner of a professional sports team. It's not reality. It's not reality. You can't do in Kansas City or Cincinnati what you can do in New York in baseball. You just can't. And the economics of the game are so out of whack right now. That's why, in my opinion, the only way that the Royals have a chance to be a competitive baseball team is with the new stadium in the ballpark village because that's how you're going to generate money. Gone are the days of hoping the TV money's going to be there. Can't even get the games on TV right now for most of your audience, right? Another problem with Major League Baseball. But you, you can't just sit back and rely on TV money. You have to find other ways to generate money because if you don't, you're never going to be able to play in this playground of giving yourself a chance to win. It's way too hard to try to develop a minor league system and win. It just doesn't work that way. The Royals in 14 and 15 were such an anomaly. That's why it's so special of what they did because it was such an anomaly. They beat the system, for God's sakes. They beat all the teams and they beat the system. Odds of that happening again aren't great. So the new stadium is vital. The ballpark village area around the stadium is even more vital to generate revenue 365. And if you're against a downtown stadium and new ballpark village, then you're not in favor of this team trying to win. And quite honestly, you can't complain when they continue to lose. They need to find ways to generate more revenue to keep up with everybody. Because if baseball doesn't change, you're going to be left behind the eight ball. and It's going to get even further and further and further and further apart. What's some more? And that's not a fear tactic. That's reality right now. And then what's the likelihood of them ever, ever truly pooling their money? I don't know. I think it just I, feels like the genie's out of the bottle on that one. Unless they're starting a league yeah. over from scratch. It may be. You're but never you got doing Hal that. Steinbrenner making some very that, pointed comments. And that's, that's really positive. Okay. So now what are you going to do about it? Right. Do you just not want to spend and you want to control everybody's spending or do you truly want to make it equitable for everybody in the league? It's that's better fair, if it's equitable for everybody in fair, the league. It's a fair question, though, for, for him, right? You're like, not creating new baseball he, fans in markets like Kansas City. Is he operating from a I'm sticker shocked too, and I don't like spending a boatload of money? I think one, yes. Yeah, of course. But then I do like his comments about, hey, it's not cool that teams go to spring training knowing they don't have a chance. Right. So if he's truly about that, that's that's a huge positive. Mm-hmm. Not Hey man, I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend any money. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of spending my money. I don't care about what everybody else does. I'm tired of spending my money. Let's bring salaries down. No, I think it's let's well, make that it would be equi- collusion. And <laughs> I know probably can't do that either. Let's make it equitable. Yeah, and I think I think more owners do not want that. Steve Cohen may be the outlier right now. I'll spend all I can. Okay, and and I don't begrudge these guys for spending money. People can say, well, they could just stop spending. Why should they? That's the way the game's set up. They want to win. They want to do what's best for their fans. Right? They're doing everything they can to win. Under the rules of the game, but the rules of the game are so out of whack, so stacked against a lot and of so teams. stacked yeah. against three quarters of the teams in baseball right now. They like Hal Steinbrenner. I, I think it sucks that fans go to spring training knowing their team doesn't have a chance. What's the point? So baseball's got to get it figured out. I think the next collective bargaining agreement, the next time around, I think it's going to get to the point where the owners are willing to shut this down 
until they get a salary cap and salary floor. If they don't, well, then I, I don't know what else to tell you. You're never going to get the game on the playing field that the NFL is if you're not willing to shut that thing down and tell the players, we're not opening the gates until you agree to all this. And then eventually June rolls around and players' wives start to go, uh, where's our money? But I think if you also make it more equitable, you give the opportunity for more teams to be able to pay people. Of course you do. So I mean, that, yeah, that's more how money gotta, for everybody. That's how you got to sell it. That's how you got to sell it to the players. There's there's more opportunity. There's more players for your services. Right. If it's more equitable that that everybody could get in on bidding. Because it's forcing. How many teams did you say are spending two hundred million dollars on payroll? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve and up. So what if you set the what if you set the salary cap at two hundred million dollars? You got twelve teams, right? Thirty minus twelve is a number that I'm going to figure out here in a second. That's eighteen. So you'd force 18 teams to increase their spending. If you just put a salary cap of $200 million in, you would force the Royals to have to spend another $100 million on payroll. Why wouldn't the players like that? Or, or But salary cap, but also have a salary floor in place of like 150. So between what every team has to spend between like 150, I'm just making up numbers, right? Between 150 and but 200. that would bring up the bottom. But that brings up the bottom. And that would... That would curb the top right how much is pittsburgh spending on payroll this year 33 million dollars that would force them to move their payroll up 120 million dollars that's good for the players like the players don't get it man they got to stop Pittsburgh's letting max 77 okay so, yeah. so they would double the lowest the lowest is oakland at 70 okay so and then the highest again is 502 million <laughs> stupid so what what what, the, what also what players have to do they have to stop letting Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander and all these rich guys in the room with the Tell negotiations. Them what's best for that. They need the rank yeah. and file guys like yes. Nicky Lopez and Vinny Pasquantino. Those are the guys that need to be in the room saying, hey, 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 hang on a second here. Because you're letting like a Max Scherzer who's on the board or whatever it is, who's making $800 million a year to say, well, we're good. We don't need to do anything. We're not going to do. No. You're the wrong people speaking for the players. The players don't have a true representation of themselves. The, now, the, think, the, the I, older guys who were on the committee that were dealing with the labor negotiations, they didn't want to vote for it. The only reason that thing got passed because all the other players are like, yes. Now, it's, it's, it's a little bit different, but and I don't think they got the greatest deal in the world, but remember when the NFL went through it? You know who the players didn't listen to? Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Right, they did not. Yeah, <laughs> the top of the food chain because they wanted to like, lock out, hold out, strike. And it didn't like, affect. No. Didn't affect the big guys. But the, but the, the players room. didn't listen to those guys this time in baseball either, right? Because those guys would have said, "Stay out." And I think that that can that can help. That can help, right? Because there's you know if you, if you're I don't know Verlander whoever, why would you want to change anything? You wouldn't. I got a huge. I got a huge check. Yeah, why Max Scherzer doesn't want to change anything. Why right? I want to take less. So but these guys the, that are making that league battle minimum. is going to be tough, but. You got it. I think they have to try it for the health of baseball and, and Josh health of baseball is a sport. I should say there's a thousand times more players making normal, if you will, money than there are the Max Scherzer's like you can't have your board of advisors be the five guys who make the most money in the game. They don't care. They're not looking out for the rank and file guys. But the rank and file guys are going. Wait a second! If Pittsburgh's forced to double their payroll, and the A's are forced to double theirs, and hey, the Red, uh, there you go. Wait, that's more money for everybody. I got a chance to get a raise here. Yeah, I'm telling you, I need to be in the room for this stuff. I'm tired of dispensing all this information for free and nobody taking advantage <laughs> of it. Uh, good job by Gronk. <sighs> yeah. So there was a story written yesterday mm-hmm. uh, because uh, Rob Gronkowski had tweeted. 
kind of bored and got the football world going, hmm, maybe he wants to come back. Maybe he wants to jump back in with Tommy. Maybe he wants to go to another team. They tweeted, I'm kind of bored yesterday. And then let everybody speculate and let it sit for about 24 hours. And it turns out he's with FanDuel. FanDuel. (laughs) They They did a nice little teaser video where he was, you know, bored at home, not be able to do anything. And he takes the call and he says, finally, the call I've been waiting for. And he goes into a little, little spiel about, about FanDuel. I thought, well, well done. Well done by Gronk. Way to, yeah. way, to, way to tease that thing. Way to get people thinking, oh, could Gronk come back and play football? Nope. Nope. He's in business. He's in business with FanDuel. I'll say Good this. Job by Gronk. I mean, I, I love it. I think it's great. But, like, do we fawn over two people more than Brady and Gronk? Like, they're great for the league, but, like, why? Every time they fart, it's like, oh, my God, they may be coming back. Like, the NFL will survive without Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, but I, I would say the NFL is still better with Tom Brady. Oh, no doubt. I think no question. And the storyline. As long as Gronk's right. around, he doesn't have to play football. It's less. Uh, he is less about football now than ever. You know what I mean? Well, that's what we thought two years ago, and then you know he blew the horn and he came back. Yeah, no, but I'm saying he, his relevancy <laughs> has his is less than ever. Like, do you really want to see him go on a, like a five yard out? No. no. You want to see him being Gronk? Yeah, yeah. Well, you is, want to see him spiking a bag of chips and eating Doritos? This is yeah. him being Gronk. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. So that I mean. Like we're he's getting... doing yoga and he goes, I'm bored. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not about him. We don't need to see him come back. I think, I think Brady, I think you need to see him play still for the league. I need to see Tom Brady his... play with some other team next year. Yes. Like, I, I need to see him play with the Raiders to see if he's still got it or yeah. if he's washed. It, it can't be. It can't be Tampa. Not interested. Yeah, it doesn't interest me. No. It has to be somebody else. Like if he goes to Tampa again next year, I'm gonna be like, mm. yeah, I'd really done. like to see him finish this thing out in New England. Like, do what everybody wants, man. Get the band back together for one more year. And I would actually like it if he went to New England and he and Belichick were good. Yeah. Like, great. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're back. Hey, I'm so glad to be back with you. Let's go try Let's to go win. do this one more time. And I hope they don't, don't I hope do they it. Don't win it. I hope they don't do it, but, but but I would rather that than they go back there and they're fighting. I don't. I don't need that. I know yeah. people probably would like to see that where they go back and it's complete chaos. Yeah, and the power struggle and what have you. I just assume they they ride. You know, again, I've described the. They. I want them to ride off in the sunset together. What What does Tom have? Another year or two? How many more years does Belichick have? Why wouldn't you want to just do it together for one more time? Like they did it with each other for a long time, right? The what football, are you the football at? thing, yeah, football, yeah, phrasing, right? They did it for a long time with each other. Why not do it for one more? Like you, your legacies are done, right? Go back and have one more year of fun. Write a final chapter. Give the people what they want. You know, like what would we do if we had one more year of Belichick and Brady? We'd all lose our minds. We'd all be eating right out of the hand. And what I know a there'd great be plenty ending. Of, there'd be plenty of hate watching, and if you would want to hate watch it, that's fine. fine. I, I don't. I just don't find myself in that camp. I think they were the they're the, the gold standard, the most accomplished duo ever. And I just assumed that it. I didn't need to answer. Was it Brady or was it Belichick for me? I didn't need it. Uh, but I would like. I would rather have the ending where they go back and have some success, but then the playoff ends in a in a dramatic fashion, and. 
at the well, at the hands of the Chiefs, and they gracefully bow out. Well, it's the perfect passing of the torch too. You lose to the Chiefs in the championship game, and you lose to you know Mahomes and Andy Reid. That torch then officially gets passed for who the you know the newest is, and and you know you you kind of bless them and do your thing and let's go. So that's what I'm rooting for. Gronk, I didn't need that back, but he's yeah. apparently back. He's still still gonna be in front of your face. <laughs> good in a good just way. Do, just doing other stuff in a good way. I like him in this role a lot. Just doing other stuff. Uh, it's weird, isn't it? Like the weather seems worse now and we're not, I don't know. Snow again. It's like over. They were just, I, I saw the one they were just doing Christmas cookies on TV news. Yeah. yeah well, the TV uh, weather bingo is mm-hmm. taking a massive hit because now they're moving on to other things to other cold weather things. Yeah, Cause the storm was supposed or to be through things. around nine o'clock. It's not, is it really snowing here? I, I still see grass. I see snow blowing, but I don't know if that's from the ground or where that's from. It just, I mean, it looks cold outside, obviously. That's a blowing snow. Invisibility's not very very yeah. good still. But no reason to sit inside all day, right? No, kids, get out there and enjoy the <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, but I'm dreading the I'm bored. Well, show them fan No, I'm kidding. Do what Gronk does. Yeah. No. Be Gronk. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Can't advocate for that. Just yet. Just yet. If you missed any of the show today, we had a lot of fun with uh, TV Weather Bingo. Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio dropped by for his weekly visit. We chatted with Warren Moon, who is both a Seahawk and a Chief. The only person that we know of that was both a (laughs) Seahawk and a Chief. Stop, stop. Get it. Sometimes our sarcasm. Yeah, that's all right. If you missed any of that, you can always check it out. 610sports.com. They're now talking about luxury toilets on the news. So yeah, they're, definitely, done, they're, the done with, done. They're, they're out of yeah. the weather business right now. I don't it's know. Over. We can even find another station. Or the uh, Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it uh, for free. Listen anywhere you go. Uh, Cody and Gold, I believe uh, Dusty Likens is in for uh, for Gold today. So it's Cody and uh, and Dusty on Cody and Gold. I likens me that. Who <laughs> They come your way next at 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.